Good morning, everyone. I am Carrie Little, your host Monday in Real Estate Conversations with my friend Ebony Killian and Hope Mims. I'm going to see if I can get my twin sister in the room. Thank you so much for joining us today. We are going to talk how to make six figures in 2022. Ebony, you want to introduce yourself? Let me find the mute button. Good morning, good morning, good morning. I am Ebony Killian out of Atlanta, Georgia, associate broker with Sovereign Realty and Management, also investor with a niche of wholesaling here in Atlanta. That's just a little bit about me. On to you, Hope. Good morning, good morning, good morning, everyone. My name is Hope Mims broker owner of MIMS Realty Group, which is located in the great city of Baltimore, Maryland. And I've been in real estate since 2005. I love every single moment of it. I learned something new even after 16 years on every single transaction. I am the secretary of the um, Women's Council of Greater Baltimore. And um, I do quite a few other things. Uh, you can certainly follow me on Instagram to check out my page and it'll tell you everything that there is to know about me. So welcome and thanks for joining us after uh, a weekend of festivities. Some of us went outside, some of us just stayed home. Some of us had Zoom you know, conversations with our family or we just called. You know, We made it look great on Instagram with all of our matching pajamas. So again, I want to thank all of you for joining us today. Take a moment and please join the club Real Estate Conversations. Also take a moment and please invite a friend. We want to talk about how to make six figures in real estate in 2022. Most of you are real estate agents. Please feel free to send a private message on the back end if you are not a real estate agent. So we make sure we give you some of our tips um, that we might provide if you are not a real estate agent and you are looking to make six figures in real estate, hopefully in 2022. So really quickly, before we, ju we jump into how to do this, I'm going to challenge all of you to take a moment and think about why you got into real estate. Was it for the money? Was it because Instagram made it look good or Facebook made it look good? Was it because I hate my job and I'm going to go do something else? So I want you to really think about why you got into real estate, because once you figure out why, it will help you stay motivated every single day. We also want to help you think about, you know, your job as a real estate agent, unless you happen to work for a company that gives you a paycheck for real estate. And there are, there's some residential companies that might do this. And we know there are commercial companies that will give you a job, but you won't necessarily make the commissions depending on their model. We want to challenge you to um, always make sure you're learning something new and take this seriously. You're running a business. You are running a business. Don't be afraid to ask any questions today. We are here to help motivate all of you. So Hope, I'm going to start with Hope because, you know, Hope and I, uh, you know, we, we occasionally chat and some of her ideas are just fabulous. And what's cool is we, um, we're all from different areas and, you know, our, the way we transact business is a little bit different, but generating leads can often feel like the same, but we might have a different twist on it. So hope. Hey, okay. So, um, 2022, how to make six figures. I think 
thinking outside of the box is super, super important. Um, and the reason why that's important is because you want to do what other people probably aren't, and that's what's going to get you noticed. So some of the things, it's very interesting we're having this topic because I sent an email out to all of my agents on Friday, which gives them ideas what are income producing activities that they can do to build their business for 2022. Um, one, of the, one of the things that I mentioned to them is, um, and you probably haven't thought of this, and if you have, great, is who's getting married? Guess what? When people are getting married, they could possibly be two homes that they both want to sell and then they're going to buy something together or one is going to sell and they're going to move in with the other. So keep a close eye on social media, um, taking a look at who's getting married and jump in their DM. Send them a, con a congratulatory message and let them know that if they're looking to um, buy, sell a condo or anything like that, you'd be happy to help them. Use those opportunities that you see every single day that you probably didn't give a whole lot of thought to. Those folks need a realtor. So you wanna make sure that you um, come top of mind. So when you see those messages, jump in their DM and you can even search, search the hashtags. We use hashtags all the time. Use them to your benefit, search the hashtags um, for your area, uh, just married, I'm sorry, just engaged, she said yes. Um, any of that in the state that you're in and those um, those messages will come up in your feed and then you'll be able to reach out to those individuals. So that's just really one really cute way that you can possibly have multiple transactions. Might take you a little time to get the deal, especially um, if they're not getting married until next year. But those individuals that announced engagement in the third quarter of 2021, uh, you may be able to, to, to get a, a transaction out of them before the end of 2022 is up. So that's just one idea. Ebony. Hey, hey, hey. So, you know, you guys, my clientele are investors, for those that don't know. So I am still going to um, really look closely at pre-foreclosure list, uh, eviction the eviction moratorium has been lifted. So I get an eviction list. I search for eviction list. And with the brokerage that I am a part of, we also have a property management um, side to it. So it works twofold for me. Either I can attract landlords that are ready to liquidate because they have tenants that are not paying or landlords that may need a new property manager. So that is still going to be what I focus on for 2022. And so here I come. I'm I, I need all of you to think. Um, I need I need everyone to think. Some of you may have been in a class with me before. Some of you, and I this is what I truly know when it comes to real estate. If you are someone that if if it's just you and you can focus on the business, you have no excuse. And I'm gonna say you have no excuse because you have the ability to focus and uh, you have the ability to hustle harder than everyone else. Now, I do understand there could be challenges and there's reasons why we can't, but you could just adjust your strategy a little bit. So if you didn't hear my live on Friday, uh, one of our agents and June gave me permission to talk about her, she is dual career. And one of the questions that was posed, because it was coffee Q&A on Friday, was posed, can you be a can you do real estate full-time with a regular job? Now, it, my first response was, hell no. 
because it is not easy, especially if you're someone that works in a career where you can't answer the phone. And one of those careers could be like a teacher. One of those careers could be if you are a nurse or a physician. It is hard to do real estate full time if you have a job that where you must focus on that job. So um, this agent just happens to be in a career where she has a huge network because of her other job. And so um, I was pulling her numbers and I don't even know. Oh, I know where I wrote it. I was pulling her numbers and um, here I'm going to find it. I am going to find it. And she and when she started, she started in January of 2020. And she was like, Carrie, I want to do this business. And I'm like, OK, let's do this. And when she started her first year, she um, did seven transactions, which was one point three million. Now, she was still trying to figure out how to figure it out. But in 2021, she did almost 12 transactions. It was eleven and a half because she shared it with another agent and she did four million eight hundred three thousand four million eight hundred three thousand. And that was really only with one deal a month. So I say this to those of you that are like, well, Carrie, how do I how can I do this as dual career? So I just wanted to kind of throw that out to you that you can do this if you if you want it bad enough. How bad is the hustle? So if you go back to your why, why did I get into real estate? You could do this business. So Hope made some really good. She she made a good point on, you know, sliding into the DM because people tell us everything on social media. And here's what's crazy, because my husband doesn't always comment. And he was telling me, oh, yeah, I know what's going on with this person. They have moved, removed all of their husband's photos and the husband had moved all the wife photos. He's like, they're going through a divorce and come to find out that's exactly what happened. So what do you know with that? That is one listing in two buys. Now you got to be respectful and think about how you're going to slide into that DM, but it now tells you that th this is what's happening. So love the tip on social media, but let's get back to, you know, you want to do six figures. So if you were to take a second and you wrote down six figures and some of you six figures might be 200,000 because you did 100,000 in 2021. Some of you might say, Carrie, I really want to do six figures, but you just told me now I have a regular job and I can't talk to anyone. You could still do 50,000. So we're not saying that you have to, but we're saying this is how you can do it. So the first thing I need all of you to do is I need all of you to take a second. And if you've never seen me talk about this before, if you've never seen me talk about this, I want you to take a second and figure out how many listings do I need or how many clients do I need to actually get this deal. So I'm looking for a video that I'm going to um, post. Um, how many houses do I need to sell in order to make six figures in 2022? The other thing I'm going to do for you, and some of you have been in this class, um, is I'm going to give to you a link on how to do the calculations. So I'm going to give you a link so you can figure out how many deals I need. So I'm emailing this to myself so I can open it on my phone. I'm, work, I'm probably working harder than I should. I could have opened YouTube on my phone anyway. So in a second, I'm going to add, um, so how many houses do I, um, need, do I need to sell to hit six figures? So the first post is going to be the video. So you need to click on the video pretty quickly. And then the second post I'm going to give to all of you is I'm going to give you a link and it is a Google sheet. So you'll make a copy. Don't worry. You can't, you can't mess mine up um, because I made it a copy. So this is a six figure spreadsheet and it is in Google sheets. So here we go. I'm going to share it now. And then I want to talk about it a little bit. And the video on YouTube is literally only 10 minutes or less. So 
when we talk about making six figures, some of you have never taken the time to figure out how many deals do I need to make six figures. So if you were to, if you, some of you think about where you work, think about what the average transaction sale is. Think about um, what uh, the, oh, that didn't come through. Think about how many, uh, think about if your average sale is $80,000. So I'm going to do the math for you because I'm going to open this spreadsheet. So, and this will be, for some of you, you'll go, ooh, that's a, that's a lot of work. And for, and it is a lot of work. So here we go. I'm going to open this spreadsheet and we're going to talk about it. And Hope, while I grab um, this spreadsheet, take a second and talk about when you're training your agents, how to reach their goals for their income goals, whether it's six figures or not. So talk about that for a second while I post this YouTube video. Certainly. So the first thing um, that they should do is identify to Carrie's point what their why is. Once they identify what their why is, then they can kind of wrap that around, you know, what kind of um, income they want to make. Um, to Carrie's point, you can certainly be a dual career agent and perform extremely well. My top performer is a dual career agent. She has a full time job. She is a wife. She has two small children um, and she is my top performer. She kills it every single month. Um, she can certainly do more. We went over goals and objectives for 2022. And um, the goal and objective that I, I handed to her, she said, not a problem. I got it. So we've just kind of got to get out of our own ways in terms of making excuses, in terms of what we can and cannot do. Um, and the hustle is real. Real estate is not a job or a career field where you just sit back and wait you have to hustle you have to grind you have to go get it you have to think outside of the box so what you know what my agents do is we talk about um you know what the numbers look like what can you confidently say that you can achieve and then increase that because you can do more than what your mouth says you can do anything that you focus on you will get better at it so we talk about that how many transactions they need to be able to um, close to be able to meet that number, um, how many interactions they need to have throughout the course of a week, a month, to be able to get to the, the, the client that is going to buy. It's a numbers game. Real estate is a numbers game. And if you do it right, you will be extremely successful. But you have to, you have to wrap goals around whatever it is that you're doing. Because unless you do that, you're just throwing a hope up in the air and you're, you're, you're praying it's going to stick. But without the work, without the actual work, you won't, you will not meet those goals. So hope, thank you. All right. So I shared the video at the top. It's less than 10 minutes. So take a, you know, sometime today, 10 minutes or less. I have a whole new playlist called, I, I really don't have a, a, a name yet. I'm working on a name, but I think right now it's like learn to earn. So for antitrust purposes, here I go. I am going to throw out some commission amounts, um, but you will work with your brokerages to find out how they want you to list, how they want you to work with buyers. So I'm not recommending any commission amounts. And when you see the spreadsheet, you will see that the where it says first city name, that first city name is the only place where all of the calculations take place. But you could throw in a second or a third just to get an idea of how many houses you need to sell. So if you're an agent that works in a marketplace, and I believe, I don't care where you work, there's always a transaction. So if you're an agent that works in, an, in a certain city 
and you and the average or the median sales price is 80,000. That is that means you need to sell 62 properties or 62 and a half properties um, a year. So if you now know you need to sell 62 and I'm just I'll do 63 to make it even and divide that by 12. That means you need to do five transactions a month. Some of you are exhausted, but it's still OK because you could build a team and you can get this done. You might even decide you're going to work in that community and pick another community. Some of us want to skip from going from 80,000 to million dollar homes. And Ebony, I want you to jump in and talk about going from 80,000 to the luxury uh, listings, because you made a really good point on Friday uh, when you made that comment on Instagram. Absolutely, absolutely. And I will say over the weekend, I was able to see one of the uh, real estate reality shows um, that's on Netflix. But I have all the time agents asking me, Ebony, can I do luxury? Do you think I can get into the luxury market? And the one thing I'm not going to be the person that's going to, you know, deter anybody from doing something that they aspire to do. But what I do say is luxury is a lifestyle. Um, it is something that people live each and every day. And in order to be successful in the luxury market, you have to understand that lifestyle. So that means you have to be able to think how think that lifestyle, live that lifestyle. Where do they go to shop? Where do they go to get coffee? Where do they send their kids to school? Where do they go and pick up school uniforms? Where, what is the after school activities or extracurricular activities that their kids are in? Where do they meet for dinner? Where, um, I actually went to a uh, holiday uh, meeting with a, a, a peer last week, and we were talking about, you know, just some of the private networks here in Atlanta where people in that luxury market meet that you wouldn't even know. So luxury is definitely a lifestyle. Can it be done? Yes, but you really have to be immersed in that lifestyle. Okay, thank you. Because I didn't want anyone to think that we didn't want you to do it, but there, there is something to it. And I don't know if you guys saw my funny reel, but I was like, my body just, you know, I don't know if I want to get, get that cute every day. And it's a lot of work, especially when you do those photo shoots. Okay, so I digress. So I'm back in this spreadsheet and I am, and I just to give you an idea, and I know we all work in different markets. So once you determine and this once you determine what the median sales price is in an area and what is actually selling then you can determine how many houses you need to sell so i'm currently looking at a city called oswego and three bedrooms is what is really flying off the shelf or four bedrooms or more so if i were to look at and we're, i'm going to use three bedrooms and then the 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 median sales price is three hundred thousand. so different from 80 but 300. So then, so when I put in Oswego in this spreadsheet and um, I put in three bedrooms at 300,000, and by the way, um, at a two and a half percent commission split, you need to sell close to 5 million, really about 4.5 million to make the six figures. And I threw in 5 million because it really depends on your commission split, because if your commission split is 80-20, you need 5 million. If your commission split is 60-40, um, you're gonna make 75,000. So now you know you need to sell probably closer to 6 million. If your commission split is 70-30, you're at 87-5. And then if you're at 90-10, it's 112. So you need to really figure out what that looks like. Now, I'm not here to coach you. I'm not here to tell you what to do, 
but this is where some of you might want to watch a um you might want to learn how to how to explain the exclusive agency agreement um because and some of your brokerages do this because maybe if the commission split isn't what you expect maybe the buyer has to pay it so those are some things you can think about so when you look at this area at 300,000 and it doesn't even matter the city because if you just put in 300,000 you need to sell close to 17 houses so that means and i got to take this a step further in a second so 17 divided by 12 that is oh i did that math wrong is about one and a half houses a month but here's the next step so number one if you want to make six figures you need to figure out how many houses you need to sell whether it's on the list or the buy side and you need to figure out the median sales price right so the next thing you do is you need to figure out how many houses you need to sell to make the hundred thousand the other thing you need to figure out and this is where we need you to start showing up to classes is you need to figure out which months you will sell the most and which months you need to work the hardest so in in so i'm in a colder state ebony you know we were talking to uh, one of our kids and she was telling us it was 70 in georgia we were like yeah we hate you hang up because it was it got cool yesterday really cold <laughs> right you know um it got cold yesterday in illinois we haven't had any snow now the bears did win because they're a football snow playing team in seattle where it snowed kind of crazy we should probably look at be looking at global warming but anyway you need to figure out when properties are selling because in illinois because i'm in illinois especially northern illinois we are more likely to move more houses between the end of february march um april may and june that's when properties are flying off the shelf and that's when you're going to work the hardest now on the on the negative is most of you should have started marketing to get listings in the late august or early or in september so if you're you know if you're a little behind it can still get done you still need to start so don't think we're not telling you to start and hope's rule is is if you start today three months later you should start receiving the benefits when it comes to direct mail marketing it could take five to seven times for someone to decide to work with you the other thing you need to look at and i'm not writing these steps down anymore is you need to really figure out if the area you're working in is actually selling stuff so and selling properties because i again i was working with an agent and she's like carrie i've been buying my postcards online and i've been mailing every single month and nothing and no one's calling me and i said okay i need to ask you a question has anything been listed in this area she was like no i said you some of you need to pay attention if nothing is coming on the market this could be one of those areas where people stay forever. Now, it doesn't mean you shouldn't keep mailing and it doesn't mean you shouldn't provide value. You should ask people for referrals, but if people aren't moving, you need another area. So um, I'm gonna give you a few tips and then I'll jump uh, back to Hope to provide some tips. We all love social media. I love social media, but what I've been preaching for years is I need you to um, incorporate traditional marketing with digital marketing i was interviewed by chicago agent magazine one august it was some years ago um and it was traditional versus digital but the truth is is if you look at the data on nar's website people over 50 or 56 is the median age of a repeat buyer which means they probably need to sell 32 or 33 is the median age of a first time buyer. They're on social media. So they're probably gonna hire you from video, 
So, and you know, you know what I've been telling you, it's TikTok, YouTube, Instagram, Facebook right now. We, we throw in Clubhouse because, you know, we don't have to put on makeup and we know all of you show up to hear this. So, um, so all of you, I need all of you to take a moment and figure out what is the one thing you can do in 2022 to incorporate video. Now I'm gonna figure out between Mina and I, one of us is going to do a, a bonus class on how to record yourself in Canva so you can share your screen so you're a little bubble in the corner and nobody really pays attention to you. They pay attention to your screen and you're gonna, you need to start doing um, videos to showcase where you live. So my tip for all of you is, is pick one, one thing you're going to do in 2022 to, um, to get people to find you. So mine is, I'm, I'm going to tell you, it is YouTube and direct mail. So I am real. So when, now when I do, um, I almost wanted to share my screen, like you can see it. I literally, and I'll, I'll take a, a screenshot of it so you can see that my postcard in my, uh, story on Instagram. So I literally am doing direct mail pieces. So here's two of them. And I told everyone, I'm like, I'm coming to your neighborhood. I even told my agents, I'm going to mail to your neighborhoods because I know you're not doing it. And I'm going to give you the, the, the deal, but I'm going to take a higher commission split. They were like, what? I'm like, yes, I'm doing the marketing. I'm generating leads and I'm going to get the commission split. So I did, some of you may not have seen this. I did a video on, should I list my house now? Something like that. And I talked about, the hidden inventory, the pre foreclosures that may not end up in a foreclosure. And then I showed them how many properties were bank owned. So I'm sending out a mailer. The postcard is created. Um, I, I need to look at it one more time. I had to take a couple of days because I'm likely to have a typo. I'm going to order the, I'm going to take that postcard. I'm going to download it and I'm going to upload it to Remind and I'm going to mail to all of the pre foreclosures with a QR code that people can scan so they can watch my video that talks about the market. Because if you're not paying your mortgage, you might still get a paycheck because the price points in our market are still higher than what it was, what it was like in 2009, 10, 11, and 12. So my one tip for all of you is, is pick the one thing and I am highly recommending that you create video. And you can create videos about the, the communities you live in to become the expert. And what if you did this for the next 52 weeks? I want you to ponder that. Hope. Thank you, Carrie. Okay, so real quick, Carrie talked about video. Let me tell you how super powerful video is. According to NAR, 92% of home buyers use the internet to help them find their next home. 92%. So if you are not on social media, you are not doing video where people can create a connection with you there may be things that you have in common if you love dogs and you have you know your dog in your photos or or when you're recording your videos your dog is sitting on your lap you're connecting with individuals that are like-minded that like the same things that you like higher probability they will hire you because they feel like you guys have something in common social media is so freaking huge and we don't do a good enough job of making sure that we nail that. That's not only where your business comes from. In my brokerage, most of my agents that have come on board are brand spanking new. So I taught them the way that I built my business 16 years ago. I got on social media and I started um, letting everybody know what I'm doing. Just sold, under contract. I'm at a home inspection. 
um, you, all of those things. And if the if the buyer or seller allows me to be able to tag them in that post, now all of their friends see that I was the realtor. So it allows it allows me as well as my agents to be able to increase my network based on using social media. Videos are important. People love free information. If you're giving out free tips, free information, you are now looked at as the, as the expert. Take advantage of that. There are some individuals that they stay so far away from video. If you can master that, you are going to take your business to levels that you never thought possible. You've got to nail it. You've got to try it. You've got to be consistent with it. And you've got to do it. Take a look at your, your, your Instagram posts. Look at how many likes you get and then do a video and look at how many views you get. There's a difference between the two. People will look at a video because they feel like it's interactive. They're getting something from it as opposed to just looking at a picture. So please make sure you nail that. And then to Carrie's point, you've got to step outside of your comfort zone and implement other things. There are individuals that you may want to connect with that are not on social media. Hey, I want to be in the luxury market. Guess what? There are some luxury market individuals that are not on Facebook, that are not on Instagram. So you've got to figure out how to connect with them. Ebony gave tips in terms of you've got to be in the places where those individuals are. So breaking into the luxury market is a little different because they're not necessarily on social media. So you've got to make sure that you're doing the outside things. Social media gets you started, but you've got to you've got to take the initiative to go further than that if you want to to make six figures in 2022. Carrie, over to you. Ebony. So I'm going to go a little different. Of course, social media is important. So I want everybody to continue on social media. But my tip is going to be find a niche within real estate. Master that niche, work it, and refer everything else. That's it. See, I love it. Um, so before we um, give you a few quick tips, I want to uh, bring up Dr. Mina Blazy. Um, to kind of introduce herself and to give you, just to kind of give you some reminders of Clubhouse. And then um, I'm going to go to Hope, then Ebony, and then I'll give you my recap on what I need you to do um, for to actually get this six figures in 2022. Dr. Mina. Good morning, everyone. I'm Dr. Mina Blazy. Yes, I am Carrie's identical twin. So if we sound the same, you're like, what? Is she really talking? Yes, it's actually her sister. Um, and I'm actually in Southern California. And it's, I would like to say it's beautiful here, but it's actually two degrees Celsius. It's about 28, 29, 30 degrees um, Fahrenheit, and we're cold because I live in the high desert, always warm. But I do, typically I drive to work and it's a lot warmer. It's 70 degrees Fahrenheit. So uh, what I wanted to say is that for those of you that are new to Clubhouse or you haven't been around and you kind of pop in and out, you're not quite, you don't really know what to do with Clubhouse. And by the way, I followed two people in the room. And if you figure out who you are and you pop out and pop back in, you will notice that 
page, you will pop up to what we call the VIP section. It's called Followed by the Speakers. And we do tend to follow other people. And I recommend that you follow people in the room and on Clubhouse because it will enhance your hallway so you can um, have access to other people. The other thing that if you've not done a room before, just know that if you have more than one moderator or more than um, one person on the stage with you, you're more likely to get people to pop into your room. The hint with that is to talk for at least 15 minutes in order for other people to find you because the algorithm says, um, you're not talking, so I'm not going to say anything. So if you have your replays on, you'll notice that if you were in here when Carrie, Ebony, and Hope were first here, they just started talking whether there was anyone here or not because if someone hears the replay, then they it won't there won't be empty space. So that's one tip. I'd like to also mention that if you do not have a bio, check out my bio, check out Carrie's bio, Ebony's bio, Hope's bio, and then some of the VIP's bios. And you'll notice that there is information about everybody. I also break mine up so it doesn't kind of look like one big paragraph. We don't read, um, we, we tend to read in what we call chunks. Um, some of you, um, realize that it's easier that way so just think about that and i have like i have little icons um and emojis that i put on there mine actually are scientific that's another day because i it is the the spectrum uh, if you look at the little colors yeah i did that i did i did nerdy for a moment but also if you have a an instagram or a twitter account link them both because if clubhouse were to crash for an hour or two you won't be able to contact people and i promise you when oprah was on the um um, the on Clubhouse about a month and a half ago, thousand people in the room. Yep, the app crashed. So if app crashes. So follow people in the room. The other thing that I wanted to mention is that when you do a room, think about adding those topics. You'll notice that I put entrepreneur, you can only put three topics at a time. And I did have small business up there, but I removed it because you couldn't see the whole thing. So it's cleaner when, so I could change those throughout. And you used to only allow the host could do that, but um, I think all moderators can do that. So with that, <clears throat> um, if you have any questions, you go, go to my um, Instagram and actually follow me on Instagram. And if you're interested in how my sister published her book, type the word publish in my messages and you'll get some information about that. I mean, and I'm finished. Hope. I'm going to say incorporate video, give free information, get outside of your comfort zone and, um, Remove the excuses. Ebony. I'll keep keep sentiment, find a niche, master that niche, work it, refer everything else. You can also create multiple streams of income within that niche once you master it. Also stay consistent on social media and definitely work outside your comfort zone. Outside comfort zone is where you grow. Carrie. So here are my really quick tips. And I just want to remind you at the top of the screen, I did add my Google sheet so you can go put in the calculations. Just kind of notice I say in the top left-hand corner, change the number or the information in blue that's kind of italicized. And always remember the first city is the city that does all of the calculations at different price points. Um, if you are interested in my in the video I created, you can also just go to my YouTube channel and I'm Carrie 
J-O little everywhere. So my, my tips for all of you are, number one, pick an area you want to target. Now, I'm going to say it could be your sphere of influence because there is money in our sphere, but not everyone has that. So pick an area you want to work in. What is the, um, what, what houses are selling? You know, that's, you know, number two, what's actually selling and what's the price point of those properties? Then you need to do the math to figure out how many houses you need to sell. <clears throat> now, um, the other thing is I want you to realize when will you work the hardest? So remember, every area is a little bit different. When will you work the hardest? Could it be March, April, May, and June? So you need to figure that out because that's when you're probably going to do a little more marketing and then be willing to adjust your marketing campaign. If no one is reaching out to you, that might not be your area. And the other thing is work where people might know you. If you're new to a neighborhood, that's a different conversation, but work where people know you. Work where, where people are more likely to hire you. I'm trying to keep this, um, I'm trying to rethink how I wanna say this. Because if you, you know, if you go to an area, and, and I'm trying to think of how I could put this, like I grew up in Broadview, Illinois. I don't live in Broadview, Illinois anymore, but I'm pretty sure if I marketed there, people will eventually call me because they know me. So think about um, where you work, do people know you, or you need to you know, come up with events so people can get to know you. As simple as maybe having the ice cream truck um, outside. So um, <clears throat> number, and then my last one is you have to follow up. If someone does reach out to you, you have to make sure you follow up. And then I wanna also remind all of you to take a moment, follow all of the moderators on stage to make sure you know so you can you know when we go live here on clubhouse and make sure you follow the room real estate conversations and if you don't get a response from one of us here on clubhouse on the back channel feel free to send us a message on instagram and then uh, mina did make a good point she if you go to her instagram she is actually teaching a class a free class on how to publish on amazon so if you go to her dm on Instagram and you say, just write the word publish, you will be invited to a free Zoom class. So I want to remind everyone, thank you for joining me. Please follow me um, uh, on Instagram, Ebony as well, Hope and Mina. Every Friday I go live on Instagram and I also have a membership that you might be interested in if you want to learn from me. So again, feel free to share this with everyone for the replay and we will be back here on Monday in 2022. Happy New Year. Happy New Happy Year. Happy New everyone. Year. Have a great week. Happy New Year.